Hello. Hi, snakes. Uh, welcome. It's yet again a session for the question. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you thought it might not be. It was. Just when you thought there might not be an intro, there kind of was. And here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> we haven't been doing this for a while. It's fine. <laughs> good, good day, whatever day it may be for you when you are listening. Wonderful, beautiful, snaky or not snaky listeners. As we've yes. tried to say, it's yet another episode of Kvetchen Session. I am your host, number one, who wishes and also kind of feels like three raccoons stacked on top of each other in a trench coat. And I don't think that needs any more explaining than that image. <laughs> it doesn't, but, but can I just imagine <laughs> you yourselves, you know, in that trench coat going to like get a drink, say at a bar. <laughs> with, with, with my little thumbs. Yeah. Your little raccoon hand, like handing up the ID. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath the bottom, it says definitely not just three raccoons and a trench coat. <laughs> definitely not. I would serve you. And I would serve Thank only you. you. Thank you. I'm host number two, and I'm the bartender two, the one and only <laughs> host number one, aka three raccoons stacked on top of each other in a trench coat, slash definitely not three raccoons. <laughs> and I'm damn proud. <laughs> Uh, it's the life I want to live. It's the life of three raccoons stacked on top of each other. for the job you want. <laughs> Which is three raccoons stacked on top of each other in a trench coat. <laughs> <sighs> and I hope they're having a great time. Of course, you're going to have a great time if you're three raccoons stacked on top of each other in a trench coat. I'm going to trip over that eventually. Uh, welcome. It is episode 19, which is crazy to think about. 19, y'all. 19, hell yeah. Uh, before we get started, which we're remembering to do at the beginning of our 19th episode, is just mention, <laughs> as we always do, that all the views that we express here, whether complaints or otherwise, or uh, the kind of animals stacked or not stacked in whatever kind of attire you would like, <laughs> are only reflect our opinions and views of what we would like that to be or what we think about certain things, and mm -hmm. don't reflect the views of our employers, past or present, groups we volunteer with, past or present, Anyone else we may or may not know, past yes. or present. <laughs> Ghosts, past or present. Yes. No, just us. Ghosts. You're entitled to your opinions, ghosts, but they are not these. I want everyone to know that as, as she was referencing the ghosts, host number one looked up into the blade <laughs> to, to, to discuss, you know, to have like a polite conversation yeah. with the ghost about that. Oh, it was yeah. a very sincere moment. And I just appreciate eye contact. Yeah, they do. <laughs> They do. No one talks about that. No one talks about it. God, guys. Basic ghost etiquette, y'all. <laughs> <sighs> so if you're still sticking around, impressive. And hello, still. <laughs> we thought we had a lot to talk about last time. It got very heated and it got very intense when we were talking about what is it? What is that thing? On, was it, is it on the SAT? This is to that? Yeah. What is that called? Do you um, know? The, 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 like this word is to that word is that word is to the other word. And you have to guess which word fits in. Yeah. I was trying to say it's like our thing about women are to cattle as something is to something or something like that. Yeah. Now, women are cattle as much as you may or may not want them to be. And so we had a lot of other things that we wanted to talk about as it pertains to women and mm -hmm. how they're just generally treated in the world, which is, of course, a topic we, we've touched on many a time. Mm -hmm. But we still have a lot of feelings about it. 
get the, listen, we've been dealing with it for eons, so there's just a whole lot of shit to talk about. Yes, and really, anyone with the if you've got a uterus, this will this is relevant to you. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You. So first topic of discussion today is we've mentioned it a little bit before about the general patronization I, I don't want to go so far as to say infantilization but a little bit mm. of women and girls actually that's a great topic for another time oh that is <laughs> thanks listeners <laughs> uh, really helping us here but we wanted to dive into that a little bit more as it pertains to women in the workforce and the patronization of women in the workforce and I know this is definitely something we've talked about already mm-hmm. but I want to talk about it some more because I don't know if you're aware if you're a woman or someone with a uterus, but it's still fucking happening even in this land of remote or if you're working in person in this age of of pandemic. So we're still going to talk about it. Let's get into it. (laughs) So isn't it kind of interesting how women are still very much othered in many, many work environments they're included Mm -hmm. they're included but i think by like being included then that means to everyone else's definition and by that i mean the men folk that it's the boxes are checked and everything's good but unfortunately that often turns into more things like bringing women to the meetings because of course you're going to go to the meetings but they're not encouraged to lead they're not encouraged to participate. If they are participating, they are ignored or spoken over or the classic woman says something. And then five minutes later, the man says something. Mm -hmm. And then everyone's saying, Oh, that's a great idea. Joe. (laughs) And no one Mm -hmm. rarely says anything or just, I've definitely heard stories of, of like people saying, let's bring these, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so who happen to both be men to this meeting to negotiate something like a contract with a client because you as a woman, you squishy soft baby woman, you couldn't possibly be mean enough mm-hmm. to negotiate. Right. Well, of course, because if you're mean at the office then you're too mean, oh, right? yeah. as a woman, men can be mean because you're not allowed to be mean. Yes. You're not allowed to be direct, but then you are penalized for not being direct. Right. You're like- not allowed to be robotic, but you're penalized for having any, any emotions. And by that, I mean like any, I know, I know all you men listening might be like, oh, women's emotional. I mean, like any, any level, any level of emotional, mild stress, too much. Not cool. Not cool. Simply too much. Yep. Do you struggle with clinical anxiety? Doesn't matter. That's too much emotion. Are you overreacting, but then you have to listen to the man or men in your, in your work life whine at you, (laughs) get way more emotional than you could ever possibly imagine getting in a workplace about some trivial bullshit. Oh my God. Because they view you as a substitute for their mom or wife or whatever that Mm -hmm. you have to listen to it. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or just how how often are the the women listeners and maybe lady snakes out there? I don't think snakes have uteruses, but people with uteruses. <laughs> I'm did not clearly survive biology in college. <laughs> you know how how many times have you have just been trying to have a serious discussion, mm-hmm. and a man takes time out of his life to correct you on some fucking tiny oh my God. piece of semantics mm-hmm. while you're trying to just make a fucking point? Okay, yep. Bob. All right. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you can say nonsense and spit up buzzwords and stumble and again, fine, totally fine. Not gonna, not here to judge anyone who isn't perfect at public or informally speaking, but right. we don't need you to nitpick random shit when we're just trying to tell you something important. And no, like take a moment and try to see if you can understand where we're coming from. That used to happen to me at an old job all the time. There was this one, my boss is a male younger than me. 
an Ivy League gentleman. And he would, in the middle of meetings, tell me what I meant, even if it wasn't what I meant or it was clearly like parallel to what I meant. Was he the son of Miss Cleo? He may have been the son of Miss Cleo. Although I do believe if he were the son of Miss Cleo, he would be having a much more attractive life than he is. Because I just listen. Wow, maybe he put on his resume that he's a that he's a mind reader. Like that's pretty cool. It was, I don't know if you if you saw his resume. Like wildly impressive. Because I don't. I know very few people who are actually mind readers. Yeah, and I'll tell you, he seemed to know my thoughts better than I knew my thoughts. Wow, true man. It was awesome. The it true was, sign of a man. <laughs> it was truly special to witness. I I know a hundred percent what you're trying to say. Let me say it for you but better because mm-hmm. I, in my manly way, yes. will do that. Yes. <sighs> so, yeah, uh, I just, I want to <laughs> just, and I I think this is a broader issue because I think you have issues of like racial, I think a similar things could be sort of spoken about as it applies to racial inequities yes. and people of color being in an office space. And like, yes, you're there, but A, you're probably one of what? one yeah or at best one of two Mm -hmm. and so the environment like oh like everyone's encouraged to speak up Mm, bullshit because depending on the circumstances you may be perceived a certain way because of the way you look which is bullshit right so so i I just want to people in businesses love checking the box and just calling it a day just Mm -hmm. having women in your workforce is great Mm -hmm. shouldn't have had to really push that hard for that right but apparently we did but like you're not done because see the reason like the, the because you held off on on just doing a very simple thing we now have all of these men folk who don't know how to respectfully interact with women in a workplace environment and still mentally i guess subconsciously treat them as lesser than or other or, or you silly woman what could you possibly know because i big strong man absolutely know what i'm talking about yes uh, so cool it just stop it. Take away. just, just stop have you considered not doing that? Have Here's you- your performance review from me, host number one, and my dear host number two, the bartender of her three raccoons stacked on top of each other in a trench coat. Stop. Yes. Yes. Stop Whatever it. you're doing. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> you're not doing you're not doing the thing the like, way that you like do maybe it. I know this is really hard and this is way too much to ask, but like maybe one day when you're whining to your woman coworker about mm-hmm. something stupid and inconsequential, mm-hmm. maybe there'll be some off chance where you realize, oh shit, I'm, I'm, I'm being very emotional right now. And maybe that's okay. Maybe that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. It is that I, I don't allow the women who I work with to do one iota, mm-hmm. express one iota of the level of emotions that, that I'm expressing right now yes. over something that's actually important. Like maybe a big project that they've got coming up or mm-hmm. uh, you know, work-related argument. I'm just stressing because I don't like that someone said best at the end of their email as opposed mm-hmm. to sincerely because what do they mean? Let's read into that. Very, yeah. It's making me very upset. They must hate me. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, let me talk to instead of myself and realize that yeah. I need to cool it and stop, see your performance review. Mm-hmm. I need to talk to literally any woman who will listen. Yes, yes. Ask yourself questions like, would I say this out loud to a group of my guy friends? Would I say it out loud to a group of my guy coworkers? Would I say it to my manager? And then think, does this woman need to hear this shit? 
And if you think, oh, well, it's okay because no, no, no. See, you've already, you already fucked up. Good point. Yes. Yeah. There's no, it's okay because. There's no, there is no, there is no, it's okay because no, it's not, it's not okay. There is no answer. If you can find an answer to this question, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And if you don't correct your behavior, you are still kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. So. Yep. I would just ask that you refer to your performance review, which Cynthia says stop. Yes. Speaking of, now that we're on the topic of emotions, we, we touched on this a little bit, but isn't it very funny in every in every sitcom, right? Or honestly, probably non-sitcoms, whenever a wife or a woman in a relationship or not in a relationship is in a bad mood or stressed or anxious or anything other than like bubbly happy, yes, I would totally love to be your sex cow. Yep. Oh, so hormonal, am I right? Mm-hmm. Must be that time of the month. Oh, uh, classic month. PMS, which I think it's honestly like generous to assume that guys would even refer to it as PMS. I feel yeah. like it's just, uh, women, right? That time of the month, yeah. something, something joke about periods. Yeah, I like it must be on the rag, which is my least favorite. Oh, so I, what I would just, it to, to us feels a lot more than that it feels <laughs> unintentional but somehow also intentional like male driven ignorance of what going through that time of the month mm-hmm. for anyone with a uterus actually fucking means because mm-hmm. i know the classic joke of like oh if men got their periods they you know the world would stop which is true but like if you stop and think about it, again, we've also touched on this earlier in in the podcast. Have you have you have you men like stopped and like sat down with someone to like explain to you what this means? Because it's like a baseline. What I what I hate to break to you is that it's not just whatever five or six days. Uh huh. If you're lucky, it's 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 so much more than that. There's the before the the bleeding parts. Mm-hmm. There's the during the bleeding parts, which there's much more than just the bleeding parts. There's oh, after yeah. the bleeding parts. There's the in between when it's kind of in the middle, and then they let alone pregnancy. Like we talked, mm-hmm. we had a, we had a lot to say about pregnancy, but just I personally take umbrage with mm-hmm. the term "we're pregnant," and I, that's just the me. That's a host number one problem. <laughs> no, like, it's oh, not what are you doing? What are you doing to assist in this pregnancy, my my good guy? That is oh, not host number one problem. Host number two cares that issue. <laughs> you're like tiny, 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 tiny little sperm baby survived mm-hmm. long enough to impregnate a tiny, tiny, tiny egg that now has to take up gigantoid residence in your cattle life. Now again, big old man. I know lots of people who are in wonderful relationships where the man or spouse who doesn't have a uterus or does have a uterus or is navigate is very supportive and very wonderful and right. Bleh. But still, we are yeah. not pregnant. We, Your no. partner who has the baby growing inside of them is yes. the pregnant one. Yes, maybe you are going to be a a dad or a partner or a parent or caregiver. You're not doing shit. Like you're not. <laughs> you're not doing that. shit. You're not, yeah, no, you're not, you're not. So like, I don't have direct experience with pregnancy, but there's a whole host of other shit that is pretty guaranteed for approximately nine months. Yeah. If you're, if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. So today we'd like to just dive into this a little bit for the three and a half men folk and the 50 snakes that are listening to this podcast to talk about a little uh, often unaddressed issue, which is, is, is that, Okay, so we can sit down and talk to you 
about all of the tor- terrible things that happen during your period and before your period and after your period and maybe when you're pregnant. Um, but what's really cool is it fucking changes all the goddamn time. Yep. So like you and think, oh, like basis. women, like you're dealing with it, right? You're dealing with it for long enough. If you mm-hmm. think this is something that happens approximately once a month, obviously people are regular. Some people do, some people don't. Right. Approximately once a month for mm-hmm. most of your life yep. or a big chunk of your life. Surely by now you kind of have a routine. That's cute. No routine. It's... <laughs> And what's what's also great about all of these things that you may or may not feel at certain times is it's really, honestly, you could spin the wheel. I, I want to have a game show where it's like, what is this random fucking symptom? Because you get something and it's like, okay, if you are engaging in sexual activity mm-hmm. and you feel symptom A, it could be that you're pregnant. It could be that you're not pregnant. It could be that you're PMSing. It could be that your period is like about to show up in the next couple of hours, mm-hmm. or it could be something else entirely. Mm-hmm. Spin the wheel and find out, ladies and gentlemen. Could it, what the hell is the symptom? Gastric yeah. distress. Give me gastric distress. Do we have gastric distress? Does anyone have gastric <laughs> distress? <laughs> I, I was chatting with host number two earlier today, and I, I decided I, to, I would refer to this phenomenon as Schrodinger's PMS. <laughs> I assume you're all familiar with Schrodinger's cat. There's a cat in a box that is either alive or dead, and you won't find out until you open the box. So in that moment, it is both alive and dead. Something, something. I don't know science. Schrodinger's PMS. It, it, it is either PMS or it is not. But you will not find out until your period shows up, if it shows up. So for the moment, it's everything. It's all, it's all of the above. It's everything. Yes. And let me just add the caveat that it also varies person to person so Mm -hmm. it's not like you can go to like your friend and be like oh i'm experiencing this this symptom it could be pms have you experienced that symptom and they say no and you're like oh it must not be because your bodies are going to go on totally different nightmare hell journeys (laughs) everybody excited for this nightmare hell journey no (laughs) too bad (laughs) strap in solo rides only It's, it's ridiculous so yeah and then oh boy it's like so exciting because you would also maybe think i think if you asked men or people who don't have uteruses or people who don't menstruate Mm -hmm. or who never menstruated i I guess if you ask them okay fine we acknowledge that you have maybe lady symptoms i think everyone would say you bleed from your vagina Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people would say you get cramps question mark and oh you're kind of moody and sure that encompasses a decent amount of what's involved. But what's super fun is like, sometimes you'll get things that are totally fucking unrelated that ter- to your point about uh, gastric distress, you'll get things that are just not even because one, I could argue that at least the, the stomach, the digestion as it gets lower down, it gets relatively close to the uterus. You could say, okay, we're like, we're uterus adjacent. Oh no, you'll get shit. That's like on opposite sides of the bodily continent mm-hmm. from where your fucking uterus is. Yep. Because hormones, hormones, <laughs> hormones, and sometimes it's one kind of special hormone, and sometimes it's another kind of special hormone, and sometimes it's the lack of one of these special kinds of hormones. <laughs> so I, I would, yeah, it's really fun when you have something that happens to you that's pretty terrifying, and then later you discover, oh, this is just going to be a part of my normal PMS routine now. Yes, those are always the fun because it seems like whenever women get something that's unrelated to their period and this is personal experience only, maybe host number two can back me up. I feel like I often hear from my primary care 
doc or other people like, yeah, well, I, I, I hear that women sometimes tend to have this happen again, close to their period. So it's okay, mm -hmm. but just look out for it. Yeah. Or yeah, sometimes women get this for the period. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, cool. So I have like a really uncomfortable, uncomfortable symptom that could mean uh, that my period is coming or it could mean something else. I don't know, say, hypothetically speaking, uh, well, it technically isn't skipped. Heart palpitations, mm -hmm. shall we say, just hypothetically speaking, for no particular reason. Yeah, let's just throw it out. Let's just say, hypothetically speaking, for no particular reason, you had a real bad string of, of premature ventricular contractions from mm -hmm. a couple of weeks, a couple of years ago, and it was pretty terrible, And uh, which I think anyone who has benign PVCs or PACs can attest to. Mm -hmm. It's wildly frustrating. It's, it's wonderful that they are benign, yeah. but it's wildly frustrating to hear every single medical professional just tell you it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. When it literally feels like your the heart muscle is spasming every couple of minutes. Yeah. Not fine. But, but that aside, <laughs> you find yourself in the unfortunate circumstance of having to guess when certain symptoms that are unrelated to your uterus or seem unrelated to your uterus pop up mm -hmm. going, hmm, this could, because apparently, honestly, literally, look it up on WebMD, could be a, peer, a PMS symptom. Almost like always. anything. Always. Literally anything. Anything could be a PMS symptom or it's not. Now, mm -hmm. if you are one of the, and I guess if you asked folks if they were fortunate to be regular, they would probably say no. Mm -hmm. I would argue that the folks who are not regular have a, a slightly harder time because it's just uh, who fucking knows when what's going on with my body at any given time. Sometimes it's four months. Sometimes it's one. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's something else. Who's to fucking say? Mm -hmm. So the real, the real challenge is you'll get something or you'll, or the classic get really emotional. Now, listen, mm -hmm. men, I don't, I hate to, I know this is going to come as a surprise to some of you, but sometimes women are just emotional because something happened that wow. made them sad or something happened that made them anxious or, you know, the classic, just a lot of bad things happen in one day and you didn't get a lot of sleep the night before. And you're just, it's kind of a pile on and, and, and you gotta have a cry. Okay. Are you and, telling me that women just experience the normal range of emotions for, for the right reasons? I mean, I'm, I'm just speaking in my experience as a singular woman. So I don't, I don't want to speak for all womankind here, but I, I'm pretty sure pretty sure yeah so so the other classic is when you're you know experiencing this mm -hmm. even you know when you're with family or friends who are sympathetic and understanding you do sometimes have to fight that like well i don't know it kind of seems like it's around that time of the month so maybe it is your period or maybe you are pmsing not to mm -hmm. discount how you're feeling but like, let me discount it a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. When a man says it, it's always discounting it. Almost so that's always. always that's always super fun. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 I would argue that sometimes, as a woman, it is easier to tell. So I will say that is a symptom that sometimes you can go, oh, this is this is. I'm just sad for no fucking reason. So that must be what that is. Yeah. But it's 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 just it's I'm 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 getting off track here. But what really sucks is not only the standard of like not knowing what's going on with your body before, during, or after your period, especially if you don't have any kind of regularity. And I would argue that probably most people don't. Mm. 
I don't, I think the, the idea of regular, no disrespect to people who do, that's great. Good for yeah. you. Awesome. But I think no one is perfectly regular. Yeah. I think uh, otherwise right. everyone would be having babies in five minutes, among other things. Yes. Cause everyone would know this is one at 12 5 PM, <laughs> the third week of every month. I'm ovulating. Like yes. no, no one that ovulation makers would go out of business. Mm -hmm. So, but it's, it's just always really fun when you have this, this goodie bag of, of symptoms and some of which you have to go, okay, well, this is a bad symptom. Is it mm -hmm. going to last for a week? Is it going to last for two weeks? I guess it could still be my period, but I have no fucking clue. Yeah. Cause you don't even know when your period is going to come. So, so it could just yeah. Uh, it, it, in some, <laughs> as, as host number two wrote, <laughs> your body is a nightmarish hellscape. Da na na, da na na, na na. <laughs> uh, John John Mayer wrote your body is a nightmare hellscape, right? Yes, <laughs> that I think was, that was him. Was it John Mayer's Mayer, John Mayer song? <laughs> uh, so but uh, listen, I've I've taken way too much time talking about simple periods when people experience forever until they hit menopause. Let's bring it back to our topic from the other day. Women is cattle. Ah. Listen, listen, when we're pregnant. Do you want to let's let's talk about some of the really exciting things that when we're pregnant that we we oh wait sorry only one of you experiences these things right right but we are pregnant mm, mm, that's very how do I sign up for the not bad half of that we how cool <laughs> are you with with owning a penis <laughs> you know I'd, I'd make it work then girl all right I got you I got you. <laughs> Come down to Wilson number two's penis emporium. <laughs> and that's our sponsor for the week. Emporium, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You've heard of Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium, but you haven't been to mine. <laughs> that's the tagline. That's the tagline. <laughs> I want to start, though, by acknowledging that the symptoms that you're discussing in the period symptoms we're, you know, we're like, because it's us, we're, you know, like, we're, we're laughing and everything, but it really, truly sucks. Like, it, like, fucks really, you up. Yes, mentally, I imagine. It, like, it literally deter, like, affects, I mean, it's honestly, it fucks with you mentally. Mm -hmm. Any, it's not a mental, mental illness, but, like, with any mental illness where you just feel like you want to be doing something, but you can't do something, mm -hmm. or you're totally distracted by something, or with any kind of health issue, it just, like, preoccupies your brain and as well-intentioned as people telling you, oh, it's just your period, which it maybe probably is, or, oh, don't worry about it, which is That's the accurate clinically. I wish I could follow that advice. Yeah, Don't worry about it, quote unquote. That is ba bad advice. To tell somebody not to worry is bad. Like that's not going to help them. Because it, again, if, if I could just not worry, why, why wouldn't I? not like that seems like a way cooler yeah. option what if they just said just don't have those symptoms pretty clutch cool if you tried not having those symptoms <laughs> and it thinks i i don't want to like i don't want to I, I just like it, it gets me mad because of a lot of what i'm hearing you say and a lot of what we hear professionals say is it's most likely your period but it's never like it is your period it, and especially to your point for folks who are regular it's most likely your period. So number one, you're not confident and you're the person who needs to be confident. So I'm not. And number two, if you were, let's say hypothetically, 
a man who didn't have a period experiencing sporadic PVCs. Hypothetically speaking, of course. They would take that shit so much more seriously because they can't attribute <laughs> it to your hormones right out of the gate. And like me, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know enough medically, but I just being taken right. seriously is half of it. I mean, and I, I do want to caveat that in my personal experience, it didn't quite get to that. It could be hormonally related. You're fine until they did actually do the whole rigmarole to determine that it wasn't actually something bad. So to give those medical professionals an immense amount of credit, I certainly didn't run into that. But I want to be cognizant of our of our topics and 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 our time. But I just do want to interject that this is a more broadly a huge fucking problem yes. in the healthcare system. Not necessarily, certainly not my specific example, mm -hmm. but where women come in where something is wrong with them. Yes, and they are told either. Oh, it's hormones. Oh, it's your period, or you're PMSing, or oh, you're just uh, over anxious. Yep. Now, sometimes, sometimes it is like let's use me as an example. Not that it's like sometimes you go through all of the tests and they go cool. It's a thing, but it's fine, and try not to worry about it. Which is advice I know you can't follow, but that's what I'm going to tell you because clinically, it's fine. Mm -hmm. But you hear all these stories of women who come in like endo like store like endometriosis. Yes. stories where like people are coming in in immense amounts of discomfort and pain and doctors aren't even doing the bare minimum level yeah. one of figuring out you know sure some doctors take an issue if you come in and googling your symptoms but like listen we live in 2021 whatever this is yeah people are going to do that and you have to be cool with maybe not necessarily agreeing with them but mm -hmm. you have to be cool with the fact that they're going to come and do that yeah but the docs that just brush off women who come in complaining of quote unquote stereotypically hormonally or period associated things mm -hmm. it, it's wild and yes. that leads to women or people with uteruses or people without uteruses being not treated for yep. things that could have been easily dealt with yep. for such a long time exactly and then you get gaps in treatment that lead to like exacerbated exacerbated conditions because you didn't want to just give a woman the benefit of the doubt <sighs> So this what, this, what we're discussing actually feels very relevant to some of what, what we think about when we think about the pregnancy symptoms, because it is like very much whatever is wrong with you is one of two things. It's the hormones from your period causing your body to do horrifying things that you've never seen before. Every broke your leg, it's your period. It's your period. It's your period. <laughs> or it's... Or it's pregnancy or yeah, yeah maybe so yeah, nothing it's if you are pregnant again you're a woman mm -hmm. so if you're pregnant that's it that's all you are you're pregnant yes, exactly you're pregnant and all how are you about, pregnant, pregnant Got yeah, it. still pregnant still yeah that's and that's exactly it and it's it's you are pregnant nothing else and any symptoms that they care about they only care about if it could impact the baby well, because again, not to be, not to, to bring it back. What we talk, No, bring it back. Once you're pregnant, women as cattle, right? You are carrying someone's progeny. And obviously there are many, many parents, many, many people who childbear that of course don't think about that that way right. and don't treat their pregnant wives or spouses that way. Right. I, but listen, like it's a reality that, you know, it, it, and you touched on it the last time. We're not going to touch that right now, but the whole abortion thing, yeah. like all of a sudden, as soon as you're pregnant, it's all about the baby, not about you. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. even a little bit. Absolutely. Is your health in question? 
could it affect the baby's health? And I know in some areas, in some areas that's starting to change and I'm grateful for that. But you see like there being a little bit more attention paid to things like what, oh my God, I'm blanking, but you know what it's called? Uh, post. Oh, 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 the, the, the depression post, yeah. post, postnatal, postnatal depression. Post where you get the postpartum depression. Yes. Da, 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 we figured it out. It. it took us 20 minutes. Postpartum <laughs> and like that anxiety. People are starting to care a little bit, at least about some of those things in OB, but there's definitely things. So I'm going to try to keep this not super graphic. Listen, the snakes are really into not to equate being pregnant to a horror movie, but I'm sure our snake <laughs> listeners are like real into that horror movie stuff. I mean, so. it, is kind of, it is kind of a horror movie. Or at least it felt like one. So there's a lot of things that happen to your body that you learn about as a kid. When when you're, you know, you learn, some of them you learn about in health ed, right? Or like sex ed, you know, like your body's going to change. And these are some of the things that if your body were a template, would happen to you? And it, it follows that for your period, like the basic menstrual process for pregnancy, it follows like the basic gestational process. And you know, like you've seen a pregnant woman, you've got the little belly and, or sometimes like they're very pregnant, they have the big belly and like, parts of you change and parts of you don't. And you hear things like sometimes women get like acne or sometimes women like have a glow and whatever, whatever. Sometimes they get nauseous. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they do for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah, exactly. Such a crazy, you know, and there's a realm, but like, you kind of know, you kind of know, okay, these things could happen. One of those things that is at least was lesser known to me, but maybe others who have known this is there are a lot of, It's not just that, okay, so your body prepares to nurse a baby, whether or not you choose to breastfeed. (laughs) And there are changes. Um, Body, let's have a house house meeting, house meeting body. I I need to inform you that I've chosen not to breastfeed my baby. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. We, we've already got, we've already got the machine running in the back. Is that, is that a problem? I mean, it's kind of, it would be like, cool, could you shut it off? No, no, we can't. So, sorry, man. Sorry, my my lady. We it's gotta, it's gotta go now. Once it's once I flip the switch, I mean, what am I gonna go to do? Go back, go in the back room. It's so far. It's like five feet. It's it's so far. So and then can't. what? Flip the switch back? Uh, no, you asked too much of me. I am so sorry. Please go back to your no, story. no. That was that was it actually made me think about periods too, and how like, gee, if only there was a way that if I didn't want to be pregnant. I could get this baby. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not baby. No, I'm just, I don't really baby. I don't, there's not, there's no, there's not the thing you need. You're missing something. I I know we told you we weren't going to do this. I'm going to rain (laughs) bloody hellfire among other things. Mm -hmm. Wreak hell upon your body for anywhere from one to 17 weeks. Motherfucker be prepared for my rage. Rage. Get me a fucking baby. Yeah. I will punish you. I I literally had a text from a friend today who's, she said my uterus is punishing me because I haven't created an inhabitant for it. Yes. It's like, it's punishment. So, but yes, your body makes the, is a jerk sometimes. such a jerk. And it makes the crass assumption without your permission that you are going to breastfeed. And yes, as many of us know, that includes a certain size and sometimes shape change of a person's breasts. And I'm, and, and that's just what happens. And everybody's changes are different. 
and everybody has a series of, I want to call them cosmetic changes that also take place that maybe we don't talk about as much. And like, okay, you kind of find it out as you go and whatever. But within the series of cosmetic changes, there are many that they don't talk about unless they're talking about something being wrong with you, like on a WebMD. So classic WebMD where you, it's either cancer or you're going to die. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Like, and in, in this case, maybe your nipple is going to fall off and maybe your nipples. And then you'll also die. Yes. Yes. You, you this will. This is key. WebMD. Death. Signed WebMD. Death also death. final symptom of everything. <laughs> so I recently ran into a symptom that uh, I had not been prepared for a physical cosmetic symptom that was horrifying to look upon. And I don't want to say that I did look in the mirror and audibly scream when I saw it, but I did look in the mirror and <laughs> scream when I saw it and immediately emailed my doctor who I will say I'm very fortunate mo- mostly in the, in the doctor department. I have some pretty understanding folks. I had been scheduled to go in in a week anyway. So, you know, we'll talk about it in person. But when I came in, the doctor was not there and I was greeted with a covering and pee, which is also great. And I proceeded to try and ask the question that I wanted to ask, which was very uncomfortable because I don't know this person. I mean, it's just me. You know, maybe it's just me who gets squeamish, but like, I don't know this person. And this person's got like a, a person following them in the room, like shadowing them. It's also hard. Again, a topic for perhaps later episodes. I think just the many, many amazing doctors out there. But mm-hmm. I think you honestly, it's a gamble when you meet a new person or medical professional, like how they're going to respond to you. Yes. With empathy or with not. And you're taking a gamble with a new person. Absolutely. Which is why so many of us like don't, would, I'd just rather wait and see my own person. But I, I, you know, I got the words out. I asked her and literally like the response I got, she didn't even ask to see. I could not get her to look, to put eyes upon the horror. This horror. (laughs) She would just say, a lot of times there's changes with the breasts in pregnancy. So it's not going to hurt the baby. You should be fine. Motherfucker. Look at my Are you aware? But like, even, even if it was, even if it was, even if it wasn't like that's this is not me saying that this is something to be trivially glossed over but like can you imagine telling anyone i don't know you're with your dog yep okay and everyone i i love everyone's dogs you're you're out with your dog she does and and you're sitting on you're sitting on a park bench and there's construction nearby mm-hmm. and you see that they're put lifting some heavy stuff kind of over your heads. And so you're thinking like, well, maybe I should move. Maybe I shouldn't. Like, I don't know. Maybe they obviously know what they're doing. So you ask the foreman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hey, like, should we just go someplace else? Like, don't want to bother you. Just don't want to be a, you know, hazard, blah, blah, blah. This is a weird example. Just roll with me. I like it. What? How would you respond if the foreman was like, oh, well, I mean, sometimes accident happens, but you're, the dog will be okay. Yeah. And you're like, yes. great. I don't know if you're aware that I'm also here. I live. I, with a, my own brain and my own heart and my own legs and my own arms, dog arms, mm-hmm. and my own hair and my own eyes and my own nose and my own mouth. Like, I am a person animal, too. Yeah. Am I going to be safe? Am I going to be safe? The, but, 
the, I can assure you that the dog will be safe. It will, this will not affect the dog. Oh, but see, <laughs> I hate to tell, will it affect me? And I, and again, I do this thing where I compare babies to dogs. I did it last time. I mean, like, that's fair. It's on, like how you are talking to a person again, going back to like, women are not fucking other things for you yeah. to treat as vessels purely for carrying yeah. other life. That's something they do. And it's incredible. Treat them with a fucking iota of respect. Yeah. Treat them like a patient. They are your patient. Like the baby is not paying the insurance money. I got to tell you that much. Not for a very listen, long kid. Time. Listen, kid. Here's your bill, okay? Yeah. The, and here's here's your here's your bill from the time they wouldn't look at my boobs. <laughs> like that's yeah. And I mean, I do think that's a good topic for another time. Just talking about sort of the brusqueness that again is not everywhere in healthcare. There's I want to be clear that there's yes. many wonderful medical professionals Incredible in the healthcare system right now. Yes. But I think it is becoming more and more of a problem these days for a lot of reasons. But mm -hmm. that's that's how for another time. I'm so sorry that happened to you. That's okay. I appreciate I appreciate your empathy. Um I do still wonder because there is a list of what it could be. And I mean I think they're all like they're not gonna kill me. But there is still a list of like what could be happening that I don't have an answer to what it is, and no one, no one will. Want. So I have to try, I guess, and get my doctor at some point. But yeah, just, just yeah. my point is, as with period symptoms, as with pregnancy symptoms, the question is almost always, is this normal, or am I dying? And to your point, it's both until yes. you know like what it's both <laughs> schrodinger's pms schrodinger's or schrodinger's PMS. pregnancy the sequel to schrodinger's pms <laughs> oh my and God. until medical professionals allow you to fucking open that box mm -hmm. you're not gonna know yeah and it's sometimes astounding to me that they will not let you open that mm -hmm. box the physical the symptoms that stressing about another physical symptom can cause you could be but worse but don't stress, because stress can also exacerbate symptoms. Fuck off! Yeah, don't. Yeah, you gotta take it easy. You might be dying, but like, take it easy. Don't Relax worry about your inevitable death. It's fine. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. Forget about it. Stupid. <sighs> it's stupid. On. On on that note, I think this is a good a good point for wrapping up. But I think mm -hmm. we've we've inspired ourselves for further fodder yes, for. Dare I say what I would like to preemptively call a season two fetching session? Um, because unbeknownst to all you beautiful listeners until right now, next episode is going to be our last one of season one. We did it. We season. did it, y'all. We did oh. a whole whole last season. Together. A whole last fetching session season. Special guests and everything. Everything. The whole shebang. Mm -hmm. Trash raccoons and <laughs> and barbecue smells and mm. special guests and Jeff Bezos clones the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, and just imagine how much fancy schmancier it will get in season two. Only, f but you know, expect the same lowbrow bullshit we yeah. brought to you this whole time next next round. But after that, then then it'll be fancy shit. I'll be singing a little bit, <laughs> just just a smidge poorly. <laughs> So as, as we wrap this up, we will see you again in a couple of weeks for the finale of this beautiful season. As always, you beautiful listeners and you equally beautiful snakes. Mwah. Be good to one another. As we said last time, this is an order, not mm -hmm. a request. Mm -hmm. We demand and, and yell that you be good to one another. Mm -hmm. Wear your masks. And now we can, that's another topic. Now we can force you to in many places. <laughs> Wear your fucking mask. Wear your fucking mm -hmm. mask. And listen to women. 
listen to women and stay safe because otherwise women you're you'll get a slap from me Mm -hmm. i'll expand my business from last time i'll just slap men for doing dumb shit to women i'll expand (laughs) it we're gonna we're gonna branch out people it's gonna be a multi-billion dollar business (laughs) and then if you want you can get them to my emporium and just buy the penis you'd like to see in the world yes be the penis men be the penis you'd like to see in the world that's what we're gonna end this with (laughs) Oh, it's a perfect ending. (laughs) Uh, We love you all so much. We will see you again very soon. Goodbye. Bye.